Chapter Thirty Nine of In New England Fields and Woods by Roland E. Robinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo. Two Shots. A boy of fourteen, alert but too full of life to move slowly and cautiously, is walking along an old road in the woods, a road that winds here and there with meanderings that now seem vagrant and purposeless, but once led to the various piles of cordwood and logs for whose harvesting it was hewn. Goodly trees have since grown up from saplings that the judicious axe then scorned. Beeches, whose flat branches are shelves of old gold, poplars, turned to towers of brighter metal by the same alchemy of autumn, and hemlocks, pyramids of unchanging green, shadow the leaf-strewn forest floor and its inconspicuous dotting of gray and russet stumps. How happy the boy is in the freedom of the woods, proud to carry his first own gun, as he treads gingerly, but somewhat noisily, over the fallen leaves and dry twigs, scanning with quick glances the thickets, imagining himself the last Mohican on the warpath, or leather stocking, scouting in the prime evil wilderness. Under his breath, he tells the confiding chickadees and woodpeckers what undreamed of danger they would be in from such a brave were he not in pursuit of nobler game then he hears a sudden rustle of the dry leaves the quit quit of a partridge catches a glimpse of a rapidly running brown object which on the instant is launched into a flashing thunderous flight impelled by the instinct of the born sportsman he throws the gun to his shoulder and scarcely with aim, but in the direction of the sound, pulls trigger and fires. On the instant, he is ashamed of his impulsive haste, which fooled him into wasting a precious charge on the inanimate evergreen twigs and sere leaves that come dropping and floating down to his shot, and is thankful that he is the only witness of his own foolishness. But what is that? Above the pattern rustle of falling twigs and leaves, comes a dull thud, followed by the rapid beat of wings upon the leaf-strewn earth, with heart beating as fast he runs toward the sound, afraid to believe his senses, when he sees a noble grouse fluttering out feebly his last gasp. He cannot be sure that it is not all a dream that may vanish in a breath, till he has the bird safe in his hand, and then he is faint with joy. Was there ever such a shot? with that all the world were here to see, for who can believe it just for the telling? There never will be another such a bird, nor such a shot for him. He fires a dozen ineffectual ones at fair marks that day, but the glory of that one shot would atone for twice as many misses, and he need not tell of them, only of this, whereof he bears actual proof, though he himself can hardly accept it, till again and again he tested by admiring look and touch. Years after the killing of grouse on the wing has become a matter of course occurrence in his days of upland shooting, the memory of this stands clearest and best. Sixty years later, the old wood road winds through the same scene, by some marvel of kindliness or oversight, untouched by the devastating axe, unchanged but by the forest growth of half a century and its seemly and decorous decay 
a thicker screen of undergrowth borders the more faintly traced way the golden-brown shelves of the beech branches sweep more broadly above it the spires of the evergreens are nearer the sky and the yellow towers of the poplars are builded higher but they are the same trees and beneath them may yet be seen the gray stumps and trunks mouldered to russet lines of their ancient brethren who fell when these were saplings the gray-bearded man who comes along the old wood road wonders at the little change so many years have made in the scene of the grand achievements of his youth and in his mind he runs over the long calendar to assure himself that so many autumns have glowed and faded since that happy day how can he have grown old his ear dull to the voices of the woods his sight dim with a slowly but surely falling veil of coming blindness so that even now the road winds into a misty haze just before him yet these trees be young and lusty as they and the unfaded page of memory record the years it was but a little while ago that his heart was almost bursting with pride of that first triumph would that he might once more feel that delicious pang of joy hark there is the quit quit of a grouse and there another and another and the patter and rustle of their retreating footsteps presently launching into sudden flight vaguely seen in swift bolts of gray hurtling among gray tree trunks and variegated foliage true to the old instinct his gun leaps to his shoulder and he fires again and again at the swift target but the quick eye no longer guides the aim the timely finger no longer pulls the trigger and the useless pellets waste themselves on the leaves and twigs the woods are full of grouse as if all the birds of the region had congregated here to mock his failing sight and skill on every side they burst away from him like rockets and his quick but futile charges in rapid succession are poured in their direction yet not a bird falls nor even a feather wavers down through the still october air his dim eyes refuse to mark down the birds that alight nearest he can only vaguely follow their flight by the whirring rush of wings and the click of intercepting branches he is not ashamed of his loss of skill only grieved to know that his shooting days are over yet he is glad there is no one near to see his failure he makes renunciation of all title to the name of a crack shot too well knowing that this is no brief lapse of skill but the final inevitable falling off of the quick eye and sure hand slowly and sadly he makes his way to where the shaded path merges into the sunny clearing there from the cover of the last bush a laggard bird springs as if thrown from a catapult describing in his flight an arc of a great circle and clearly defined against the steel-blue sky again the gun springs instinctively to the shoulder the instantaneous aim is taken well ahead on the line of flight the trigger pressed in the nick of time the charge explodes and out of a cloud of feathers drifting and whirling in the eddies of his own wing beats the noble bird sweeps downward in the continuation of the course that ends with a dull thud on the pasture sward the old sportsman lifts his clean-killed bird without a thrill of exultation he is only devoutly thankful for the happy circumstance which made successful the last shot he will ever fire and that not as a miss he may remember it 
henceforth untouched by him his gun shall hang upon the wall its last use linked with a pleasant memory of his last shot end of two shots